Hi everyone, I hope you're having an amazing day. If you've been looking at the news last couple of days, you may have seen somewhere where the CEO of a financial startup called Better.com laid off 900 people over a Zoom call. And I'm going to tell you, this it's a, it's a lesson in emotional intelligence, but it's not the one you might think that it's obvious, which is you don't lay off 900 people on a Zoom call. So what are the details? So the CEO of Better.com, a guy named Vijal Garge, he got um, several, you know, several hundred employees on the Zoom call on the afternoon of December 1st. And this is where he announces to them that they're going to be let go. And the the layoffs impacted about 9% of the company's staff, which is about 900 people, and it would be effective immediately. Oh, and by the way, as it's reported in the news, it, the immediately after the call, the employees' accounts, their, their login accounts just went dark. Their corporate accounts got shut down. So here's a couple of things that he said on the call. So the CEO gets on this call and he says, if you're on this call, you're part of that unlucky group that's being laid off. Your employment here is terminated immediately. And then he adds this part about how he doesn't want to do this. He says, this is the second time in my career I'm doing this. I don't want to do this. The last time I did this, I cried. That's what he said on the call. And by the way, this CEO, he's been involved in other controversy around how he communicates. Apparently, Forbes magazine got a hold of an email, and here's here's how the email reads, right? He, he's writing to his staff, and he reads, you are, in all caps, too damn slow. You are a bunch of, in all caps, dumb dolphins, dot, 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 in all caps, so stop it, all caps, stop it, all caps, stop it right now, all caps, you are embarrassing me. That's what he wrote. Separately, by the way, um, the CFO of this company, a guy named Kevin Ryan, said in a statement on CNN, having to lay off, uh, having to con- conduct layoffs is gut-wrenching, especially this time of year. So where are all the, um, where are all the EQ lessons in this, right? And, and by the way, if you thought you were, if you, I'm sorry, by the title, you thought you were going to learn what to do? Well, you know, I guess they pretty much did everything they shouldn't do. So just don't do this stuff, right? It's going to give you that perspective. So first, let's just go ahead and get a quick perspective on some of these statements. And I'll quickly go over them again, right? If you're on this call, you are a part of that unlucky group that's being laid off. Your employment here is being terminated. Or in that email, you are too damn slow. You are a bunch of dumb dolphins. You are embarrassing me, right? So all of those yous in those communication, there's nothing empathetic about that. It's about how they did something wrong They or something bad is about to happen to them right? So the first EQ lesson is, you know, stop blaming other people. Take accountability as the top leader of this organization about your failures. How did you run a company to the point where you had to have 900 employees laid off? Where in this speech did you take accountability for your failures, 
right? I, I don't believe it was existent. It hasn't been reported in the news, right? Let's keep going. He continues to write. This is the second time in my career I'm doing this. I don't want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried, right? This is what he said on the call. And then he says, you're embarrassing me, right? So, and then the CFO, you know, having said what he said about having to conduct layoffs is gut-wrenching. This is, this is all about how their, their message, they're talking to the employees, right? Their message is all about how these layoffs are impacting these two guys, the CEO and the CFO, right? And they cry, it's gut-wrenching, right? But who's affected, right? By the way, it's been reported too that they're still going to get handsomely compensated while 900 people, many with families, they're just going to have a pretty bad holiday and most likely the next several months. So that all said, let's go over the framework for emotional intelligence to kind of see where he went wrong. And, and, you know, as we go through this, I'm sure the minute I start talking about this framework, you'll, it'll be, it'll be evident to you. The first thing, there's four parts of the emotional intelligence framework if you want to be better at emotional intelligence. The first part is it's self-awareness, meaning you have to recognize your own emotions and how they affect your thoughts and your behaviors. That's self-awareness, right? In that, you'll understand your strengths, your weaknesses, and you know over time, you can gather self-confidence. Well, let me tell you, the, 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 between all of these I statements that he's making about how I don't like to do this, I cried, I blah, 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 I just can't believe that he is focused on how his emotions or feelings impact others, right? He is not aware. Yeah, I mean, you know what? So maybe, maybe the CFO, maybe it's a little gut-wrenching to them, but okay, fine. Know that, but then understand how does that impact other people? Are you even aware of how you're coming across? And it's that the, the the perspective is very self-centered, right? So they're not very self-aware of their own emotions and how their thoughts and behaviors affect others. Step two is once you're aware of your strengths and weaknesses, and specifically your weaknesses then you need to self-manage. You need to be able to control your impulsive feelings and behaviors. You need to manage your emotions in healthy ways, right? Take initiative, follow through on commitments, right? Adapt to changing circumstances. I will tell you from a self-management perspective, in his email with the all caps and him screaming at his staff, this guy is out of control. And it and it doesn't seem like this is a, a one-off thing, right? So, you have to be able to control your feelings. In fact, I didn't talk about this in the in the context of what happened, but apparently he gets on this um, the social media forum and he starts writing a post anonymously. It turns out the post is anonymous, but it turned out later it's this guy, it's the CEO, and he admits to it. He talks about how 200 of the 900 employees are working two hours a week I mean, two, excuse me, two hours a day, uh, but getting paid eight hours a day. And then he says they're stealing from their colleagues and their customers. Okay, you know what? That may very well be a fact. But 
clearly, from a self-awareness standpoint, you have some thoughts and emotions about it. And from a self-management standpoint, you can't self-control where you're not lashing out at these uh, at the circumstance out in public, you know, in social media. This guy is a CEO of a company. You got to be able to be self-aware and self-manage. And so, okay, if people are working two hours a day, again, where's the process that he put in place to ensure where are the controls that he can put in place, where are his managers trained, blah, 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 where people aren't working two hours a day. It's his environment. He created it. He allowed that to happen. And now he's upset. And so he lashes out by firing them and, and hitting them up on social media, right? So that's one and two. Number three, social awareness, right? If you're self-aware and you can self-manage, then the next thing is social awareness. You have to have empathy. You need to be able to understand the emotions, the needs, and the concerns of other people, right? You should be able to pick up on emotional cues, right? You you have to be able to feel comfortable socially and recognize power dynamics in a group or in an organization. He's the CEO, right? Yeah, and I get it. He was doing this probably on a one-way Zoom call, but nowhere in the words that he used did did compassion and empathy come across, right? The time of year that he picked, it, it was December 1st is when he made this announcement, right? The fact that other than informing people they were laid off, all he talked about was how this impacted him. Nowhere does he recognize the hardship on the people being laid off. Nowhere, apparently, did he thank them for helping him to build a company, right? So social awareness is another thing that you need to have in uh, emotional intelligence. And finally, all of that really helps to get to the fourth one, which is really the outcome-driven statement in all this, which is being able to build better relationships. So it's relationship relationship man, uh, management, right? Self-awareness, self-management, social awareness ultimately helps you build better relationships, And that means that you know how to develop and maintain good relationships. You can communicate clearly. You can inspire and influence others. You can work well as a team and you can manage conflict, right? That's relationship management. So let me ask you a question. If you work at better.com currently today, what are you thinking about your CEO, your CFO, the leadership in this company, right? They just saw what happened and how it was handled. If you're out there looking for a job and you're a prospective um, new employee for better.com, are you going to be thinking about how they treated their employees? You better believe they're going to think about it, right? So so even though this guy may have been thinking, "Ah, I'm laying off 900 people, I'll never see them again. I can talk to them any way I want. Let me tell you, other people, the current, the current the employees that are still there, the other 90% of the people that are still there are watching. And future, look, this is all over the news. A lot of people know about what just happened, right? So it's clear. So you ask yourself, well, what, why did he do what he did, right? It's clear the real audience for this talk was the street. He was pandering to the investment community. And look, okay, I'm not saying as a CEO and the CFO, you don't need to do that. You do, right? But here's the thing. Compassionately laying off 900 people and then having an 
industry, um, an investor relation or industry analyst call to give the investment community the confidence that you have a sound strategy. Those are two different meetings, right? You don't use the meeting where you're laying off 900 people to to somehow signal to your investment community that you're running a lean, mean company and you're cutting fat, right? It, it, those are two different things. I will just close with this. If I were an, a potential investor, I'd definitely take cues about how this company treats their employees. I hope you enjoyed this chat. If you did, please subscribe. And if you know someone else who may like these types of chats, please share the podcast with them as well. Thanks for listening. Thank you.